Welcome to The Edge by MGR with your host, Marissa Jacobus. Hi everyone, it's Marissa here with The Edge. It's a beautiful 105 degrees here in Arizona and it feels like summer. So I hope you guys have some fun summer vacation planned. I am going to California this weekend to enjoy the beach and hopefully avoid California's June gloom. So I'm so excited to be back from where I came from (laughs) and get a little bit out of the heat and get a little break. So today's topic is a fun one that I am really passionate about, massage therapy. If you don't already know, on top of working with MGR, I am a licensed massage therapist and I have been practicing for the past six years. So right now I'm not doing it full time anymore, but still work on some of my clients on the side since I really do enjoy massaging. It's just doing it full time. I got a little burned out and physically I needed a break. If you're not familiar with massage therapy, it is manual manipulation of soft body tissues. So that includes muscle, connective tissue, tendons, and ligaments to enhance a person's health and well-being. Massage therapy has a big history. I didn't know that it went back so far, but the first written evidence of the use of massage for medical purpose was approximately 2590 BC or 2590 BC by the Chinese emperor and also talented physician Huang Ti. So massage has survived all historical turmoils and is one of the oldest medical procedures and still holds importance in our modern world. Who knew that massage had that? I mean, that it was went back so far. I really didn't. Um, before I went to massage therapy school, I didn't really think massage had much value or history. And I was really uneducated about it because we're not really told much about it. I mean, if you go to a spa, like if your mom takes you when you're a kid or you go on a cruise, sometimes you'll get the massages through the spa. So that's kind of people's um, view of massage. But there's so much more to it than just, you know, relaxing and feeling pampered. And sadly, massage hasn't had significant value for the American medical community. This stems from the pharmaceutical revolution that happened in the 1940s. Three main causes have been identified as the main cause of the disappearance of massage from the American medical field in the 20th century. And they are the pharmaceutical industry, development of new machines for physical therapy, and the dehumanization of the relationship between medical practitioner and patients. I'm sure we all can relate to that when we've gone to the doctor and, you know, we have these symptoms or this problem and we sit down and the doctor comes in like 30 minutes later and you talk to them and they're kind of like looking at you glossy eyed because in their head they already know what's going on. And, you know, they're educated. I respect doctors. I think they know their stuff. But sometimes if you know your stuff, sometimes you don't listen and you can, um, you know, find something else or maybe it's a wrong diagnosis. But I think the biggest thing is people want to be heard. They want to know that you're listening to them instead of this separation, like you're just another number or another patient. You want to matter, especially when it comes to your health. Thankfully, massage is making a comeback over the past decade. 
People are getting tired of not being heard, like I talked about before, taking care of and being given quote-unquote solutions to cover up their symptoms, but they don't solve the underlying problem. When you go to the doctors, the first thing they want to give you is like medicine or a pill, and they don't even really allow you to explore other options. Like, let's say you have diabetes. Obviously, you probably need some medicine to help regulate that. I talk about diabetes a lot, I know. (laughs) Um, But it can be regulated with diet, exercise, cutting out sugar. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, so, you know, don't take this verbatim, what I'm saying, but I'm just talking about generally. But the first thing they want to do is give you a pill. Um, I had a friend who got in a motorcycle accident and he went to the ER a couple weeks later because his back was really hurting. And they said that he was fine. There wasn't really anything wrong, probably just bruised up. And the first thing they gave him was a heavy painkiller that basically knocks you out. They didn't even offer him Advil or just a a low-key painkiller. It was like the hard stuff. And he was really taken aback by that, that our healthcare system has gone to that to just shove a pill down your throat to knock you out and shut you up. Today, more and more physician and hospitals are starting to incorporate massage into routine medical practices. And people are starting to understand that massage can be used for more than just relaxation. So that makes me super, super happy because I have mainly worked in the medical field when it comes to massage. I've never worked in a spa, so I really don't have much input on that side of massage. But on the medical side, I have seen people's lives changed with massage. They come in, they're in pain, they can barely walk, they have this issue. And through massage, it can it can change their lives and even their lifestyle and allow them to become active or whatever the case may be. Obviously, as massage therapists, we are not allowed to diagnose. We need to stay within our, you know, our practice, which is basically muscle manipulation. Um, but just for my observation on people. And I've always worked with chiropractors and PT. So along with... Um, Chiropractor and PT, massage is a great, great tool to add to that. And even sometimes it works better for people. So what is the science behind massage and why is it so great? So massage affects the peripheral nervous system. Peripheral nervous system contains all the nerves in the body that lie outside of the brain and spinal cord and central nervous system. That is your brain and spinal cord. The therapeutic impact of massage is produced by direct and reflex waves. So direct produces various local changes in the massage tissue. Reflex is based off of a stimulus. Viscerosomatic, which is a muscular response to stimulation, and somasomatic, which is a reflex induced by stimulation of somatic sensory nerve endings. So that is a reflex part. I think that might sound a little confusing. But skeletal muscle is the body's most abundant tissue. More than 600 skeletal muscles form approximately 48% of the body mass and about 80% muscle mass is located in the upper and lower extremities. If you're a runner or a dancer or really use your legs, you know that you have like big, strong quads and hamstrings. Um, Massage therapy works directly with the muscle tissue, breaking apart trigger points, which are those painful knots that you feel in your shoulder and neck especially when you get stressed or you haven't been sleeping good or even if you've been exercising a lot. And it brings blood flow to parts of the body. You have two parts of the autonomic nervous system. So you have the sympathetic, which is your fight or flight, and parasympathetic, which is your rest and digest. 
Massage takes your body from that fight or flight to rest and digest. Nowadays, people are in a constant state of stress and don't feel relaxed and give their body a break from that release of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And chronic stress puts your health at risk and can cause problems such as anxiety, depression, digestive problems, weight gain, and so much more. I cannot tell you how many times people came rushing to their massage appointment stress from work, traffic, deadlines, and have the hardest time relaxing and winding down. If they're able to, it is night and day to the person they are at the end of their massage compared to the person who walked through the door an hour earlier. They kind of groggily get up and they're a little disoriented and they're like, wow, it has been forever since I have been able to just relax and release all that like pent-up energy. What is massage used for? Um, I get this question a lot. Like I said before, uh, most people just associate with massage with a spa-like setting, which is great. I've been to spas. I love it. It's a great experience. But like I said, I tend to be drawn more towards sports massage. So massage can be used for after injury care. This is kind of my specialty. So if you're in a car accident, you have a sports injury, or even if you suffer from chronic pain, massage is wonderful. Like I was in a car accident and I got whiplash and, you know, whiplash, if you've ever had it, is super painful. You feel sick. You can't think straight. Obviously, after a couple of days, once your body has calmed down from that injury, you, you can get massaged and that really helps the muscle tissue not get tightened up and it helps it stay in a state of relaxation instead of causing um, a bunch of trigger points and uh, just tightness that's going to affect you and bring the body out of whack. The second thing it can be used or massage can be used for is sports. So it can be used as a warm-up massage. Uh, Some athletes, they have um, massage therapists with them to help warm their muscles up. It's just a quick, super fast massage and that, like I said, warms up their muscle and then they can compete without injury a lot easier. And the second part of that sports massage is it speeds up athletes recovery and reduces soreness. If you are an athlete looking to invest in massage therapy, I suggest you make sure to find a good therapist because because there are four equally important components behind it to make sure you achieve maximum results, which are time of treatment, duration of treatment, massage techniques, and applied pressure. So if you want optimum performance and recovery, you want to make sure you're going to someone who knows their stuff, knows their anatomy, understands the way athletes' bodies work. So probably a spa wouldn't be the best place. Not saying these massage therapists aren't knowledgeable, but um, I've met some that really aren't. So just do your research. Find someone who's really good like me. I'm just kidding, but for real. (laughs) So and relaxation relaxation, like I said before, reduces stress and all those problems that accompany it. And you can also um, get a massage if you are pregnant. That does wonders to kind of relieve that lower back pain that a lot of pregnant women experience and just help relieve stress. And, um, you know, it's just good for the body because there is a lot of stress going on during pregnancy. And, And again, make sure you find a qualified, knowledgeable massage therapist. Even though massage has endless benefits, people still seem to be hesitant to get one. A couple factors could be money, being self-conscious, or, you know, not feeling like you have enough time. 
As a massage therapist, just know that we are not here to judge you. When someone lies down on my table, I am there to work with you, not on you, to bring healing and correction to your body back into your life. If you have never had a massage, here are some pointers to make sure you and the therapist are comfortable. Because I'm not sure a lot of people really know what to expect or even what to do to prep for a massage. So my number one thing I would suggest is communicate. Um, therapists love nothing more than if the pressure isn't enough or it's too much for you to be like, hey, um, can you put more? Can you put less? And they're like, sure. Our feelings don't get hurt. So you're not going to hurt our feelings. <laughs> we love it. The therapist should not be offended if you ask, and if they do, then you can always tell the front desk, and that probably will be addressed. We are here to help you, but again, we are not mind readers. The second thing is hygiene. As much as you wouldn't want someone with bad breath and BO standing over you, breathing on you with their, you know, their smell, we don't enjoy it either. Um, If you just come from working out, please shower don't just go get a massage. It's just kind of like common sense and common courtesy. If you wouldn't enjoy it, we probably wouldn't either. Obviously, we will still work on you. We will still, you know, do our job and not complain and probably won't even mind that much. But, you know, just for the sake of both parties to, to feel good. The third thing is relaxed. I mean, relax. <laughs> we honestly don't care if you haven't shaved, if you're overweight or if your feet might be a little dirty from working all day. We're not here to judge. We're here to help you. Our main focus is like your muscles. So when I'm working, I'm I'm focused on feeling your muscles. If there's tension, like what's going on? I'm kind of reading your muscles with my, my hands and my arms and I'm not even paying attention to that. To me, you matter with me helping you get better. So that stuff, really nothing to, to care about. If you guys are interested in becoming a massage therapist, I think it's a career that really gets looked down upon and doesn't really get talked about too much. And if there is information, it's kind of really outdated. Like when I've looked on YouTube, I'm just bored by what I see. I'm like, okay, well, isn't there any like current stuff going on? So some career advice. Um, The whole happy ending thing has given massage a bad rep. And even like I'll tell people or I did tell people, that I used to do massage therapy or I still do massage therapy and sometimes they joke with me and I'm like, look, man, like I went to school. I take this very seriously and professionally. It's a health thing for me. Um, but I feel like nowadays it is, like I said before, it is getting more recognized in the medical community and, and being more accepted as a part of, um, you know, medical practices, which is really cool. So, it is a fun career. Honestly, if you like to move, I know a lot of dancers and gymnasts and kind of like artsy, free-spirited people are massage therapists. I think it's because we can't really sit still and we need constant stimulation and connection with people. So, if you feel like that's you, you might want to, you know, get some information on massage therapy and see if that's something that you're interested in. So, school. School is nine month long program. So it's half lecture, half lab. So you're learning about anatomy, physiology, you're learning about muscles, you're learning about what they do, you're learning about body systems. It's really in-depth scientifically and anatomically. So if that is your jam, I would highly suggest it. It's super fun. I love that stuff. And then the other half of class, you get to be hands-on. Like when I was in massage therapy school, I did yoga. I, um, 
learned all types of massage from shiatsu, spa, sports, deep tissue. Gave me a really wide knowledge base to help me like throughout my career. I've had people thrown at me and they're like, hey, this person wants a shiatsu massage. And I'm like, oh, I know how to do that. That's awesome. So it is a really fun school process because, you know, you get an hour long massage for <laughs> for class and for a test. Like who wouldn't love that? Um, so like I said, it's nine months long and then you have to take a state test called that Emblex. It's really not too difficult if you study and pay attention in school. Sometimes people make it out to be this like crazy test, like, you know, where med school students have to take, but it's really not horrible. So don't fear it, just conquer it. And once you're out in the profession, there's endless opportunities. So you can work for a doctor, a chiropractor, you can go into the spa business, you can even go work on cruise ships and literally go see the world massaging. I've had friends do that. I haven't because I have a dog that I love, so sadly I have not pursued that option. And you can work for yourself and just travel wherever you want, but on top of that you do have to get clients, which... You have to be a people person. You have to be smart with marketing. You really have to go pursue it. Nothing is easy about that and nothing's handed to you. And pay-wise, it all depends which state you live in. But when I was in California, pay ranged from 35 to 40 an hour plus tips, which sounds great, but at the same time, sometimes your client base isn't steady. So you could have anywhere from like five clients a day and then the next day you have one. So it can be a really um, unstable career just because sometimes you have busy months and you have slow months. So it's just all about riding the wave and going with the flow. Um, Like here in Arizona, the pay is more between $17 to $30. It all ranges like who you work for. But if you work for yourself and you're good and you can get clients, you could charge anywhere from... 65 to $100 per hour if people are willing to pay. So like I said, the opportunities are endless. It's just what you want to get out of it. The other thing I would suggest is it is a very physical demanding job. So you do want to take care of yourself. You can't live off of McDonald's and sit on your butt all day and expect to feel good when you massage. It is a workout. Um, if you use proper body mechanics, you you won't burn out as quickly and you'll feel good. And if you get massaged and if you do chiropractic care, adjustments are, are wonderful as well. So if you, you know, those are just my kind of tips for the career aspect about massage. I have really enjoyed my time with massage. Right now, it's more of a side thing that I do for people. But yeah, I hope that you guys found this information helpful and informative. I am a massage therapist, which is cool, so you can take a little bit of my advice if you want to, but always do your research before you decide to, um, you know, find a massage therapist and pursue that as part of your health routine. So thank you for listening, guys. I really, really enjoyed talking about this topic, and I hope you guys start getting massaged. It can really, really change your life in a positive way. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and have a beautiful day. Bye.